0: Hello again, ladies and gentlemen and other assorted gender-assignations. Welcome back to the Board to Death Binge Cast, where we take TV shows and movies and binge them in easily digestible chunks. I am Jay Winger, being joined by... Sam. Z. And we are back to continue our binge of Season 2 of My Hero Academia. Uh, we are in the middle of the sports festival story arc, which I know is Sam's favorite story arc. That's one of them.
1: Uh, when it, when the, earliest,
0: the earliest... Of your favorites it's it started to ramp up the show, yeah pretty, pretty good then uh even if it does introduce a whole bunch more characters, but then that seems to be most animes. It's like just as you're starting to get used to your main to your main cast of characters, here's a whole bunch I'd rather
1: them spread out and have a whole bunch like a collective group yeah. of characters rather than oh here, here's my average four characters i'm gonna your, be bored with in a week,
0: yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, so when we left off, they just finished the, um, they just finished the horse game, the horse game, right. The cavalry battle. That's what it was. I was trying to remember what it was, what it was called. And, uh, so basically four teams move on to the next round, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, Todoroki's team came in first he's OP. A-F. Bakugo, <laughs> got second. Bakugo got second. Shinso got three. Came out of nowhere to get three. The guy from <laughs> Class One C. Yeah, the guy who's on the who's on the uh, image for episode nineteen, which we're going to be starting uh, shortly. And uh, Deku's team just barely managed to make fourth place thanks to uh, Tokoyami because he used uh, his dark shadow to. Uh, Snag a bunch
1: Shadow. of so cool. you, you to snag a sleep.
0: bunch of his uh, of uh, headbands to give him the points, and I think if I'm remo- yes, and this upcoming episode should be uh, basically Todoroki uh, talking with Deku while All Might talks with Todoroki's dad Endeavor. Yep. So number two, number one hero, and the number two hero.
1: It, it's funny. It parallels another scene that happened just recently in the most recent season.
0: Well, so they, so the scene in the more recent season is a callback to what we're, the one we're about to. I think so. See. Well,
1: well, I'll have to see it and see how much it pairs up. Really.
0: Yeah. Anything you need to add here, Zeke? I can't wait for the one-on-ones. This is so much fun. <laughs> oh, the one-on-ones. Uh, oh, that's going to be the next round, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> now that they've got it down to like, a, I think a team. Uh, Field of 16, it makes sense. Yep. Good old tournament arc.
2: See, the part is, like, I I feel like I can't wait for this tournament thing to be here and watch it, but at the same time, I can't wait for after it, because that's when you get to meet one of my favorite villains. And just for premises alone, because, like, you heard me with Gundam and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. how I like certain character arcs, like, people who are more in this side of the field instead of that side of the field. you're going to meet
1: one of those characters I think it's more well developed.
0: Well-developed antagonist characters oh, are yeah. always good. I, I, I
1: think he's less of a villain and more of an anti-hero. Well, Even like Venom. He, no. Venom I, that's an
0: why I said antagonist, not villain. An antagonist is somebody that's opposed to the heroes, no, not he necessarily that. bad, but...
1: I said Venom. Villain, okay. Yeah, but Venom went from villain to anti-hero yeah. to hero.
2: Oh, you think he? Okay, I
1: got so you. You know what I'm talking about. He
2: doesn't go straight to he. He's
1: straight anti-hero, not straight villain. I got what you're saying. Yeah, but people will perceive him as villain for because, what he does. Yeah, it's all about the outside source of what sees you for. Well, you Perception
0: is reality.
1: Yes. The other, the other problem, he was an extremist, which makes him a villain. Mm. That'll always do. So it. that's his his ways. Uh, we should probably get to the episodes first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was about to
0: say, we probably should hold the discussion about this character until after I have met him. <laughs> <laughs> and we've seen more of what this character is like. But at any rate, so we'll jump back into uh, My My Hero Academia, and we'll see you after the binge. And we're back after our binge of the next uh, five episodes of uh, Season 2 of My Hero Academia. Now we're moving into the one-on-one matches for the uh, sports festival finals, and I can see why you wanted—you were looking forward to this, <laughs> to this stuff, um, but it opened up with a sort of a breather episode as uh, Deku met with All Might to basically talk about, uh, no, it was Deku and Todoroki first. Yep. As Todoroki basically noted the similarities between Deku's power and All Might's, I was like, Are you his love child or something? <laughs> <laughs> Which is not an unreasonable assumption to make. Um, and All Might also met with Endeavor, the Flame Hero, and aka Todoroki's dad. And It's like they haven't actually spoken in like 10 years and All Might basically just is being polite and is like want to talk about how you trained him because we've got to train the next generation of heroes and Endeavor's just sort of like yeah no I made I made Shoto to beat you The
1: the way he kept saying it, I created Shoto. I made him I made him, I I created him, he is my creation. Not like I have a son. I built a snowman. Come on,
0: That's it's. God, now you're making me imagine if the how he courted uh, Shoto's mom. It's just like, do you, you want <laughs> to? These... Do you want to make a snowman? Ah, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh... But but with
1: with how they said it early on, in that I think it was in the same episode how. Uh, arranged
0: quirk marriages.
1: Yeah, he paid for the highest. He paid. Power. He paid the family basically to pretty much hand her over in courtship.
0: Yeah, and Japan. It's, it's just it, and it even then it, they noted that it's a very sketchy practice. Hmm. Um, how
1: how early on did they do it before they started making it mm-hmm. uh, kind of? Before Not
0: before okay. there was before there was a lot more stigma against that sort of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> uh and, but Shoto basically talked about how, you know, he just remembers his mom crying a lot and mentioned that she hated the left side of his body because of because that's the side that resembles his father more. And we learn, finally learn, how he got that Zuko scar on his face. You ever know how he got these scars? Well, we took. Well, we found, found out she poured boiling water on his face, which is. Not what I was expecting. I what admit, were you expecting? I expected that the, his father did it to him in, in training somehow. Kind of like it happened to Zuko. Although in Zuko's case in Last Airbender, it wasn't that during training. It was more that he pissed off his father. His father challenged him to a duel and burned it, <laughs> burned his eye for it.
1: Well, he also got the thing of he beat the shit out of him practically and trained him yeah so hard when he was five
0: yeah his the abusive training that he well, abusive upbringing full stop really uh explains a lot about why Todoroki is the way he is <laughs> and why he refuses to use the flame powers i'd be pretty pissed off if that's that had been my childhood um we got a brief Glimpse at the side games for the people that didn't advance wasn't really a whole lot there. Well, you gotta mention one other thing though—the fan service. Not just the fan service. <laughs> the also the, the the true heroes of the show that
2: gave up their position because they. That's didn't remember true. Oh,
0: Oji- Ojiro and you know who's the guy with the tail, uh, and one of the guys from One B. Yeah. Uh They basically said we're withdrawing from the next round because we don't remember what happened during the cavalry battle. Mm-hmm. And it turns out they were, they were on Shinzo's team and he'd use their quirk. He'd used his quirk on them. We're getting to what that quirk is, uh, but they basically stepped in the And service. so they, and so they had, and so Tetsu Tetsu and uh, Shi was it Shiozaki. Yeah. Shioza, Shiozaki, the vine girl uh, were basically called up in their place well, Deku had to face off against Shinso in the first round and now we finally found out what his quirk is. This is the one that sh- that Sam said he wanted <laughs> last time we recorded this um, when we were like, if you could have a quirk, what quirk would you want? And you said you wanted Shinso's. Well,
1: which it's is just is... to keep, making, keep wondering, guessing, fi- trying to figure out what that power is, thing mm-hmm. they haven't outright said it, but then yeah. Knowing that he has this ability that could potentially, basically, puppetize people or mm-hmm. and
0: take full control, he's he brainwashes people. But there's limits to how it works. Uh, you have to respond verbally to something that he has said, and then not verbally. Because remember, uh, Medori nodded. Brain control. Oh, that's right. If, if you respond to if you respond to him in any sort of acknowledging way.
1: Damn. I was going to say the Automatopoeia were- character could respond to him, but it would be a respond in the bubble.
0: But if it's an Automatopoeia, oh, it's true. It's Deku, totally Deku, Deku, Deku just nodded and it was still enough to trigger it. But <clears throat> and Deku gets warned by Ojiro. It's just sort of like, hey, this is what this guy does. You, you can't speak to him at all, or he'll be able to control you. But Shinso knows how to push people's buttons.
1: He sure does. He's not
0: quite as as much of a dick about it as uh, Monomo is. <laughs> Although Monomo is more just, he doesn't know when to shut up. Shinso knows exactly what to say to trigger a response from you. And then he's got you. Um, and we saw a couple flashbacks with him that when his quirk first manifested... All of his classmates in middle school basically thought that meant he was destined to become a villain.
2: Oh, come on. He had the evil villain
0: haircut. And the eyes. Mm, that's true. Yeah, if you look at Shinzo, he looks like somebody who would grow up to be a villain. But he wants to be a hero. And Deku does ask him later. Uh, and Deku does advance, by the way. he I'll get into how he, how he does that in a bit. But he asks Shinzo why... You want to be? A, why do you want to be a hero? And Shinzo doesn't really give him a straight answer, but says you can't help the things your heart longs for. It's like he's always wanted to be a hero, and he's still striving to do it in spite of his quirk. But after he lost. He got a lot of praise from his classmates. And the there, were, there were a lot of pro heroes in the audience being like, that would be really useful and apprehending villains and all this other stuff. It's just sort of like, the, the path is there. you know.
1: I don't know if you make a pro hero, but you definitely get an amazing Good sidekick,
0: kick. absolutely. Um, but as for how Deku gets out of it, basically one for all uh, snaps him, snaps him out of it. He gets this like vision of, sort of like spirits or ghosts of the past wielders of One For All, and that's give is enough to get his heroic spirit to trigger enough that he just snaps. He even off.
1: said he didn't even.
0: Yeah, he he yeah he's Deku's he of Deku's through. of the belief that he that something took hold of him and made him basically flick his fingers, breaking them in the process, but enough to clear his head.
1: Um, He basically beat him by, you know, after that, not responding, and was already more physical than he, than, uh...
0: Yeah, he basically, by just going into full-on physical thing, not not acknowledging anything that Shinzo was saying, basically, Shinzo couldn't get make his court work on him anymore, and got thrown out of the ring. And we very briefly got uh, Todoroki versus Saro, the tape, the <laughs> uh, tape guy. Everybody knew going in that it was going to be a one-sided match, and oh my God, yes, it was.
2: Well, he talked to this it. and
0: that's the, that's the thing. Cause yeah, on the way out, on the way to the ring, to the ring, uh, Shoto got stopped by his dad, and basically told him. Uh, you know, cr- called criticized him for not using his the, f- the fire abilities that he inherited from him. It's like you have a duty to to give it your all, and Shota's just like, I'm not going to use it. But that left him pissed off, so he froze half the fucking arena,
1: like a good couple hundred feet over top of the arena. Yeah, with a huge iceberg. Like,
0: ice tsunami, basically.
1: I wonder if Endeavor helped unthaw
2: any of those people. Because they said members of the audience were frozen, so it's like, you only
0: showed two! I imagine that Endeavor probably did, because well, I'm a hero. I suppose I should do Damn boy! Fire the whole audience! what too hot! Damn it, boy. <laughs> um. Then we had a bunch of, like, shorter uh matchups. We had Kaminari versus uh, Shiozaki, the Vine girl. He tried to basically go all out right from the get-go and she just...
1: (laughs) Well, he also fell in love. He had the hots
0: for her, yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He asked her
1: out before the match.
0: And then she just basically used her vines to both block the the electricity, wrap him up, and then just throw him and no, she didn't throw him out, she just just immobilized him and he couldn't do his thumbs up motion although he, he did went, on his way out on <laughs> his way out he was doing it. Like, hey. um then we had ida versus hatsume which was literally just she turned into one huge advertisement for all of her gadgets <laughs>
2: she, she's a saturday morning or as seen on tv
1: person but except wait they, there's more Except she makes all of hers
0: Ron Popeil is probably probably watching her and just being like, oh, I can sell this. Um, So she basically made Ida look like a fool because he put on some of her gear uh, beforehand. And she just basically showed it all off. And then after she was done, she voluntarily left the ring because... I've done what I came to do. Ten minutes later. Uh, ten walk minutes, out of the way Ten minutes later. Can you imagine
2: him wanting for that whole entire time and just being tripped the whole entire time?
0: <laughs> I can. I, and I think that's exactly what happened. Then we had uh Naval Laser versus uh the acid girl. Um Mina. Yeah, Mina. And it was pretty one sided because all she had she knew the limits of what his uh court could do. And so she basically just, you know, evaded him until he overused his quirk, and then she just knocked him out. <laughs>
1: well, she acided the, his belt so he couldn't use it anymore. That
0: Oh, that's that's true. She waited for that opening, and then threw some acid on his belt, and uppercutted him in the jaw to knock him out. Hey, hey. A upset tummy is a very serious issue. You would know. I would. You have the biggest tummy out of everyone here. That's why I devour everything. How's your liver doing? <laughs> oh, we'll <don't laughs> talk about that. That's <laughs> no, not, not, our... not liver, kidneys. That's right. Oh! <laughs> All right, <my> kidney. <laughs> um, then we had Momo versus uh, Tokayami, uh, And he, yeah, his quirk is pretty powerful. She only had enough time to conjure up a shield to block his attack, and he just kept up the attack. So she couldn't focus to create a weapon. And by the time she finally did have a chance, he'd already won. He'd pushed her. He'd literally just driven her back out of the ring. She was so bad for that character.
2: Oh. Uh, the one that creates things. Like, Momo? That's, that's got to be a, a blow to the
0: system, right, though? Well, yeah. And we saw afterwards that she was just sort of like, I didn't even destroyed. get it. She Yeah. And then we had Kirishima versus Tetsu Tetsu. <laughs> <laughs> the Thing versus Colossus. <laughs>
2: a Serious paper game of
0: walk, paper, scissors of walk and walk. Rock and steel. <laughs> but basically, yeah. And the two of them literally fought to a standstill.
1: Knocked each other out.
0: Uh yeah. And while that was going on, we went backstage, as it were, where Ochako, you know, was basically getting ready for her her match against Bakugo. And Deku and Ida both were there to like lend her some moral support. Deku even was even like, "Hey, I've got notes about what his what he can do with his quirk and I came up with a strategy you could use." And she was like, "Thanks, but no thanks. I got to do this on my own." And then the next episode was Bakugo versus Ochako and literally everybody watching it was like, "I don't see how she can win." <laughs> Now,
1: question. Going into that
0: episode, do you think she would have...
1: Do you think she would have been able to put up that much of a fight? No. Because... You you literally thought it was just going to be, boom, she's in the ring, slaughtered. Well,
0: I knew from when we saw the preview for the episode, and the the episode was literally called Bakugo versus Uraraka, I knew it was not going to be a simple boom-done match. But... Prior to that point, I literally was like, I don't see literally how she can last more than five seconds. And so she did what she she did what she could. She stayed low to the ground so that all of his blasts were uh eating up the were blowing chunks out of the arena. She used her jacket as a decoy. She kept and she basically kept on the attack so Uh, You know, there was a lot of smoke and debris flying around and he was focused so much on her that he wasn't paying attention to what she was doing. And but the fact that he just was kept hammering her with his blasts started making the crowd turn against turn against him, which was my
2: favorite part, because these professional heroes
0: were like, dude,
2: do not see the giant. This is not
0: cool. Trap. (laughs) That's true.
1: Granted. She was doing this all amongst the smoke and if everyone's eyes are fixated here yep. one piece or two piece flying up in the air, they're just like, oh yeah, the shit's just flying in the air. It's going to come back down, but not realize it hasn't.
0: Literally, and literally the only person in the entire arena... Two. That, were there two? The there were two. Let's we'll see what you're going to say for us. That's right, Monomo. Yes! Uh, <laughs> I've forgotten about, I forgot about that I asshole. Um, but basically only Aizawa and Monomo realized what her actual strategy was and she basically had been using her power on all of that debris and then she basically released released it to turn it into a meteor shower hoping she could use that as a distraction to get close enough to touch Bakugo so she could use her power on him and force him out of the ring i still don't know how she would have managed that if she had actually managed to make contact with him because Body. they and they acknowledge this. Bakugo has great control over his abilities, even it, when he's in the air. I think she was more going for he's distracted. He's going to try to dodge
1: or use his ability this direction.
0: And it's, so, mm-hmm. if she's, I, off- I, I I see I see now because when in zero gravity, every action has an equal, an opposite reaction. And if if, if he point. used his power, it would have blasted him back out of the ring, and then she just would have been like.
2: Release and welcome back to Science of Jay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I. What can I say? I love science. Um, But yeah, he when he sees the the meteor shower coming down, he just unleashes a huge blast.
1: I noticed something, especially with what they were talking about. Everyone's powers have a limit, and mm-hmm. he's saying it himself. He was going for the one handed, and the then he was his it. right hand. He'd been using almost the entire time for the, most of his bigger blasts, so he had to use the sweat he had left, whatever was left from his left hand, because he was scooping with both, to put a bigger explosion just to take out what was there. And if he didn't have that much sweat, I he think he, been able I to-
0: think he actually blasted up that with the left hand because afterwards he was clutching his his left hand was was the one that was twitching. Yeah, he was primarily using his his hand. So he right had to hand. use
1: whatever was left from the other hand, mm-hmm. or else he wouldn't have been able to do that big of a blast. Because he didn't have his gauntlets to store up the power.
0: Yeah, and, and that's he something he acknowledges in a later So he
1: wasn't moving around as much. So he wasn't making as much sweat.
0: Um, But she, you know, he he's still untouched after all of that and She's like worn out because both because she was getting blasted like crazy by him, and she just overstressed her her power. She finally collapses, and he's he was moving in for the kill, as it were. But when he sees her collapse, he actually stopped. Good on him, you know that he, he shows is, restraint. He
1: talks a big ruthless,
0: merciless game, but he is still a hero underneath it all, or still wants to be a hero. There's a bit of gold underneath all that crusty exterior.
1: There's a reason why I think it was around season three. I go, stop making me want to like him. Some
0: (laughs) I want (laughs) to hate him. The movies didn't help. (laughs) Um, But so the match is called that she that she's passed out, Um, and he's all grumpy about everything i think partly because he came close to his limit uh in all of that um and she after she gets uh, a bit of help from recovery girl she's frustrated but still cheerful and till she talk and then she talks to her parents on the phone and she's all starts crying because her dad is just sort of like you were amazing <laughs> and is still supportive of her and still very proud of her so she's like Just bawling with tears. The fact
2: that you want to become a hero
1: so fast just shows what type type of hero you would be. Mm -hmm. The one thing I give this show that I don't think very many, if any other shows, got me so attached to that legitimately when watching first runs of a lot of these episodes, a good heart string pull got me emotional. Mm. And I started to feel it come back again for this episode, and I was like, I remember getting really emotional and really fixated on her resolve, the drive, the way the characters are, s- and and the voice acting is so good mm-hmm. that it draws you in, and you're attached to these characters. You feel for them. You want them to succeed. You want them to push forward, further. They're Go even further beyond! <laughs> exactly, and it's and it's such a, a, a noble thing that she wants to do. She wants to help her parents out, help their business. Just, I want the money! So, I, but can I help not, my... not really like want the money I, I... want to help my parents. I want them to be able to have their vacation. I want them to be able to not have to
0: worry and work is hard mm-hmm. and the fact that her parents are still one hundred percent supportive of her and all of that stuff is just it's a great little thing, especially when you look at people like um <laughs> like Todoroki and the relationship he has with his parents
1: and they you just no nope, pun intended but that's just the tip of the iceberg of that problem. Oh,
0: I don't doubt it. I don't <laughs> doubt it. That you the the next episode of course is um after this was uh Todoroki versus Deku. But You're, before we get to that, we I, I have a question for you before you get to that. Are you enjoying the one one more episode train cuz we left it on... we <laughs> were supposed to end on that. It was like we yeah, we I should basically say we do normally do this try to do this for, as like four episode pieces but when the episode ended and it was basically <laughs> the next episode's going to be Deku versus Shoto I was like we're watching one more episode.
1: So you're enjoying this trailer? <laughs> I am ride. enjoying I am enjoying this trailer. Well, ride. it also works out the with the next three sets yeah definitely it'll work out that way at the end of the episode yeah
0: it's looking like uh there's 15 more episodes left in this season so uh that'll be three more three more binge binge casts worth um but before we we moved on to the the second round we finally did uh, get it? Get someone to advance from uh, Kirishima versus <laughs> Tetsu Tetsu. They had an arm wrestling match.
2: <laughs> Though I do want to know, how does incredibly strong bodies equal a super strength? Because they were able to grip the concrete
1: ground they made and crack Their it. Their
0: ability, comic book logic.
1: Their mm. ability to dig into the concrete.
2: Yeah, but well, they don't have super strength. They only have it super hardened
1: you don't know what what they're benching.
0: That's true.
2: <laughs> I mean, kind of I mean to look
0: to look bro. at Deku, he doesn't look like he he should be able to.
2: But his power, of super strength. Eh. Quick in the comments, someone told me if you have to
0: bench press <laughs> to be able to put your
2: hand in the concrete.
0: At any rate, um, Kirishima yeah, yeah, ends nice. up winning, and there's mutual respect shown between the two as they as you know he helps Tetsu Tetsu back up and. And you called it, like, the Predator, uh, Dylan, you son of a bitch, moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and we got uh, further hints that Shigaraki is watching all everything. And, and he was
1: being told.
0: By to, to his be. mentor, just, like, keep an eye on these two. And he his response is just like, I don't need to worry about these children. But That's he was scratching his nervous. neck while he, Yeah, he was scratching his neck as he said it because he was just like, damn it. <laughs> Uh, but then, Todoroki versus Deku. Holy shit! God. I can see why you wanted to watch that episode and not, didn't want to just end it with four. Holy shit! It was Deku basically slowly breaking himself just to stand a chance against against Shoto.
2: Not even just to stand a chance
1: was to not get even. through to him as well. Yeah, he broke himself. Literally, to get him to use his full potential.
0: To, to help him get past that mental hurdle, as it were.
2: Though, so, at the end of that fight, when the teachers are all kicking up, mm-hmm. I want to know what the sexy teacher's effects did at all. Because you see the stone guy brick walls all over the place. She's like, we gotta stop him. Rips off peace of clothing. Magic dust.
0: I think pheromones is my guess, but it, it
2: did nothing to the effect. Because just you like, don't know that
1: explosion. You don't know if she lessened their
2: attacks. That's possible. God, that's basically
0: lessened. to force them to. If that's yeah. if that's
2: lessened, oh.
0: <laughs> but because um, they were going full force, yeah, and, and de- he was and using
1: both abilities at the same time, so he could do a hard, a, a bigger ice blast,
0: mm-hmm. well, concussive blast. That's what Izawa pointed out afterwards. That he because he like superheated the... No, the air had been super cooled by all the ice that he'd been throwing around and then he just basically superheated it so it made this huge explosion. But regardless, uh yeah, Deku uh called him out in mid match is just sort of like you're you're only going with half your half your power against me. And if
1: I'm not gonna use my dad's ability. Yeah. It's like it's not your dad's, it's yours.
0: And it's, and then he I mean- basically said, You don't deserve to be number one if you won't give it your all. And I think that's what final. That's what finally got him to to wake the fuck oh, so up. he was <laughs> using ice so much that he was freezing himself from
1: getting slower. Well, his ability was moving slower. And it
0: wasn't the reason he was frosting up was because he wasn't using his flame powers At to all. cool himself to to basically warm himself to, to, to <laughs> warm himself back up to melt that frost over his body.
1: Well, you notice they showed a couple of uh, throwback. To earlier on yeah. where he would completely encase that side of his body in ice
0: as like a way to sort of prevent himself from uh, even attempting from even attempting it yeah that was, well, that, from, that, was that was that from was from the tra- that was from the training exercise yeah
1: also i think he didn't want people to realize he's endeavor's son
0: even though even story. though now you know everybody knows that he's endeavor's son and then
1: you got to see the the flashback in the middle of that episode mm-hmm. Of how he got his you uh wanna birth know how stroke. I got this scar.
0: <laughs> but did
1: you notice that there was a couple other of his uh, siblings out in the courtyard when he was being dragged to train? Mm. And his dad's saying, Oh that's that's no good. They place they, for they, they live in a
0: different world than you, than the one you will you will that uh, than the one I'm training you for. See,
2: my brain keeps thinking about something it's comparing Dragon Ball to my hero. You have the second hero. Which is supposed to be a hero, practically beating his son. Yeah, not train. in the public eye. But the Prince of Saiyans, the first villain of Dragon Ball Z, smacks his kid hard, too hard, and he's taking him to get ice cream.
0: Vegeta's a better dad than Endeavor.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing: we're going back to he had he paid off. It, um, Todoroki's um mom's family for her hand in marriage. how did he have so many kids if there was nothing between them?
0: Well, it's like I think it was problems. how would you do it? I don't think that that's necessarily what I don't think that there that's what it is. I think it was literally just like. These kids don't have the powers that I, that I want them to he have. Kept,
1: he, that's exactly what it was.
0: There, wanted, I don't know that there was necessarily any feelings between them. I think he was probably forcing forcing the issue. That, <laughs> what?
1: What are you pointing at me? I'm not saying that name right now. Okay, you know what I'm talking. To. I know what was you're talking. I know of what you're you, you, you hinting
0: to. It's a weird part. Of okay, okay, are we hinting at, at characters in later seasons here? Possibly. Okay. we not even More like story arc pieces. Fair enough.
1: Um, but I'm talking about like his, his siblings, almost all of them had uh, residual traits primarily of his mom. Mm. Except for a, one had a little bit of red in there. Yeah, head. but there was a redhead head now, not a full red mm. Only had like a couple streaks. And then the 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 eldest daughter, eldest son, uh, pure white. And I think the middle child was had the couple streaks. That's true. And then Todoroki is the what he wanted. Half ice, half fire. Because he knows he can't only heat can get him so far, but without with the cooling being able to do the combustion and being able to protect
0: himself at yeah, the same and time. Basically being able to regulate himself. Cause I do get the impression that Endeavor's basically like his powers are always active in some way. Which is one of those things that kinda sucks. Granted I think he keeps it active just for appearance. Mm.
1: Because you can't grow a full facial hair beard without fire <laughs> He tried it once and scorched it off. I was like, well, this is my beard now.
0: Although you were joking. We were joking around that after the big explosion, uh, when the match ended, uh, that the sh- you, we kind of wanted to see the shockwave had blown out Endeavor's beard. <laughs> it would <laughs> My been... facial hair!
2: <laughs> it took me years to grow that!
0: Uh, but... It- at any rate, Deku ended up losing, because the shockwave from that explosion finally did knock him out of the ring. He hit the freaking wall. With enough <laughs> no force to see a dent in it. And Deku's now gonna go get himself wrapped up in a whole bunch of bandages again, because bandages fix everything. <laughs> um, and a whole
1: bunch of boo-boo kisses.
0: Oh yeah, boo-boo kisses from Recovery Curl. although there's a, a limit to what her, what she can do.
1: That's going to be a multi-step
0: recovery and process. And it's up to
1: with uh, the person's stamina as well. Mm. So if he's already spent, he's going to be laid out for a while. Yeah. Well,
0: considering he was breaking his fingers multiple times just to counteract uh, Shoto's power. Jeez. Um, and I think
1: he blew out his whole left arm, too.
0: Yeah, so yeah he did. Punch. It was like up to like... Up to, like, his bicep. I think because most he,
1: of the fingers there, too, all these fingers multiple times. No, because he only did the one punch with that one all.
0: Yeah, he no. only punched once with the... He flicked like, with them, too.
1: He did, did a couple flicks. Yeah, he? Thought so. Because I remember the... He kept uh, counting down how many flicks he had left. I thought he stopped at five. And cause yeah, he, but and
0: then after that, it was just like he, you know, he'd he broken all of his fingers, but, or he broken all the fingers on one hand, apart from his thumb, I think. Uh but then he had he broke his entire left arm. And then he did like a cheek flick with his thumb, just like a little literally went with his thumb just to do a shockwave again. Which I was like, that's a nice touch, but definitely, definitely still enjoying this enjoying this series. Uh looking forward to when we can do the next binge, depending on when our schedules will all match up. What are you talking about? We're doing one tomorrow more than likely. Maybe. I'm we'll up see for that. Because Quest is going to be out commission. This is true. Um, so we can always get more, more episodes in the can. I'm always for that. <laughs> I can see Sam is very much <laughs> eager for that. <laughs> Any prediction on who the finals is gonna be? Uh I'm guessing Bakugo maybe makes makes it to, to the finals. Come I... on, he's fighting Kirishima. How is he gonna win? I mean, Kirishima is <laughs> What do you mean? We don't use explosives to break rocks, do we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and is that the next fight? I don't remember.
2: Um, no, I, I think you got your uh, I- hero. Ida is. Ida's against the. The vine check. Yes.
0: Ida's against uh, Shiozaki, yeah.
2: Well, that episode's that more backstory than
1: anything, I think. For Ida. Yeah. yeah, the next
0: match is Ida versus. Uh, that's that's some back, that's
1: some Ida backstory. So so how are you feeling that how they're doing the little bits of backstory, somewhat during the matches and a little bit before. Sometimes? That's
0: yeah, I like it. It's typical shown in anime, but it fills
1: it out well. It doesn't. It fills fill, it fills it out well,
0: right? Because that's always how it's been in these sorts of tournament arcs. You get. You tend to get uh flashbacks and uh to fill in the backstory on various characters to uh, give you know some insight to their motivation kind of thing um but definitely still enjoying it i if any of you listeners have not been uh following my hero academia, I do recommend you do so oh absolutely yes um I know Sam has been singing its praises for a long while. Heck, you were singing its praises even before it blew up. Yeah, I
1: liked My Hero Academia before it was cool.
0: <laughs> He's the My Hero hipster. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, I'm going to places talking about My Hero Academia. when When um, Naomi and I went to a convention where the voice actor did – is it Chris Sabat?
0: Yes.
1: Chris Sabat was there. we were going to get a Vegeta. Oh, yeah,
0: for All Might. Yeah, that's right. We
1: we're going to get a Vegeta autograph. Nami was in line behind a couple girls looking at the pictures. They're like, oh my god, who's that?
0: And they pointed at a picture
1: and, pointed it, and she looked over their shoulder. She's like, holy shit, he's the voice of All Might.
0: And, and she's he, like, and these he bitches just...
1: don't know who All Might is. <laughs> and she realized that the voice he uses for All Might is slightly deeper tone than his normal speaking voice.
0: And... Yeah, and speaking of the the voice, there was a there was a moment uh in this oh, yeah. particular binge uh when All Might meets with Deku to give him some words, words of, of encouragement. encouragement. He's in his withered form as i like to think of it. And he's speaking in a more normal tone, but then towards the end of it, he shifts into All Might into full-on All Might mode and he brings the All Might voice out and it's just like it was it, the... it was literally just just in the voice. You voice work that kind of uh,
1: that, perfection is, out of
0: that it. is that is that uh, is one of those little things that i love that they that he knew enough to make that adjustment to the voice in that moment granted i'm sure he probably had like the video of what he was recording the voice for in front of him so that he could be like oh he shifts so i gotta i gotta shift my voice up <laughs>
1: Or even in the script, where it's like, okay, maybe, it transforms. Yeah, maybe, oh, maybe. okay, maybe I can want to... Let, let me put a little scan yeah, on this. I, we,
0: I don't know how how a lot of voice acting stuff goes, even though I personally would love to get into it. Um, maybe that'll be a thing I put up, put up on YouTube <laughs> at some point. I may or may not have some plans for that sort of thing. But regardless... Um, oh, God, when he says he has plans... No, this this plans. is this, this is something this is something for me, not for necessarily for the Border to Death channel. Run Hyde. Where he says he has plans. <laughs> he has, he has, the, has the plans. Um but at any rate, I definitely think I liked of the five that we watched, Deku vs. Shoto. Oh
1: yeah. One hundred percent my favorite my favorite. Episode. Up to it, though.
0: Oh yeah. Cause they there were several episodes that led up that led up to this and it was well worth it. And you, Zeke. I don't have a favorite episode of this five. They're all good. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, got to pick one.
2: Uh, fine, if I have to pick one, I would go with. I actually like the Bacco. You, you, you. Yeah, because that just that was more feelings and emotions than. Look at the awesome fight!
0: But, uh, I'll agree that one is a very close second. It's uh, but. Deku versus Shoto edges it out just a little bit.
1: Fight-wise, Midoriya and and, uh, Todoroki.
0: Mm. Emotions-wise.
1: Emotion-wise.
0: Get you in the feels.
1: Ochako and and Bakugo. Mm. Because going into it, you know in your heart she is going to lose. But you want her to win. But
0: part of you is like, oh, maybe she's going to pull it off. Maybe she's going to pull it off. Oh. seeing
1: it for the very first time seeing all the rocks up there seeing
0: yeah the look at it seeing face. the meteor shower I was like oh and she's like oh, oh.
1: <laughs> and now I've had you and she, he's like the fuck release <laughs> boom i was like oh she's got <sighs> this shit she's got this and he just goes boom and i'm like oh then my heart sank yeah i mean it it's an emotional freaking roller coaster that episode mm.
0: So, but I think that about wraps it up for uh, this this edition of the binge casts. Still a great series, still recommended. Uh, but for Sam and Zeke, I'm Jay, and we'll see you next time.